Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today we are talking about caring, relational ministry, friendships, all of the above. It's a really good topic, and I got a lot to say. So let's get into it. So if you follow Living Ardently on Instagram, you know that I just got a new microphone for the podcast. And hopefully it sounds good enough. If you're listening to it, that means I thought it sounded good enough. So I hope you enjoy the mic. I hope it sounds great. So yeah. Anyway, I also noticed after listening to my first few podcasts that I was lacking a little bit in energy. I realized I was recording at a time that people were sleeping, like at 12 midnight or 1 in the morning, where people were sleeping, so I couldn't be as energetic as I would like to be. So today I'm recording during the day, and I hopefully won't bore you to sleep. Um, I realized how slow I would be speaking, and you know, it's fine, but I realized that I would really drag out my sentences to... On some points to be on purpose, but sometimes I think it's just because I was tired. So here we are recording at a time where I'm more upbeat, I'm more lively, and hopefully it changes the tone of the podcast. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into it. Like I said, the first few blog posts are going to be based off of posts that I've already written on our blog site. If you want to go check that out, again, it's livingardently.wordpress.com. It's in the show description, a link to it. And the title of the blog post that this is going to be based off of is No, Really, How Are You? Which was posted in October 27, uh, 2017. So it's a couple years old now or a year and so. But today we are going to talk about it. Have you ever had a conversation with a friend uh, where... You're really busy, so imagine you're in college. Maybe this are this this happens to most people who are in college. Maybe you're doing it with your coworkers if you're an adult. Like, hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm, how about you? Uh, I was like, oh, you know, really busy, taking care of myself, trying to at least and keep with it. I was like, oh, that's good. I'm doing I'm doing good too. I'm really busy. Uh, speaking of, I gotta go. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. I have to go too. And I'll see you soon. We'll catch up. I promise. And then you guys never catch up. And the next time we catch up, it's the exact same conversation. Have you had that? I have. I've had it multiple times. I had it when I was in college. I had it while I was here at work. Um, I had it when I was in high school. I had it so many different times in my life. It's kind of like we've, it's like we've gone numb to each other. Like we don't make time for one another anymore. It's all about what we have to get done and what we got to do. Um, and some, it's not always the case, you know. But it seems like it when, especially when you're in college. Obviously, you're going to prioritize your school and stuff like that. But is it really necessary to be at the at the cost of friendships? Yeah, that's the question. It could also have to do something with how we've lost the ability to have conversations face to face. We hide behind our phones often. We when something's uncomfortable, we're in. We pick up our phones. If we are in the elevator, we pick up our phone. Anytime there's downtime, we pick up our phone and we check our social media. We check our text messages. We check your emails, whatever the case may be. Anytime there's downtime or times where we're uncomfortable, we turn to our phones. Maybe this affects you. Maybe it doesn't. I will take the risk in saying that it probably affects 
most of us who are listening right now. And if it doesn't, then that's great. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Um, but it's just not the norm, I don't think, anymore. A lot of us, anytime anything uncomfortable happens, we will try to avoid the situation by pretending like we don't know what's going on or be on our phones. And I think that it has affected our ability to have conversations with people in a very, very drastic way, more than we realize. And so even to the point where taking each other for granted, I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Like we become numb to not just the people around us, but numb to our friends. We start to hide behind our technology, which is which is sad. Now, I'm not saying that social media and cell phones are of the devil. I'm not going here and shame that. I'm a youth minister. I use technology to keep in touch with um, what I know the teens are into. And I mean, it's not like I'm old. I'm 24 years old, so I'm still pretty up to date on some things. But there's some things where I'm not even familiar with. And, you know, social media is a useful tool to to figure it out and try to meet them where they're at, you know. So I'm not saying that social media is the is a spawn of hell and is you should never use it, never trust it. I'm not saying that. That is not my point here. Uh, there's a lot of things that it can be used in good, but I do think that it, when not properly used, social media can affect our communication skills. So Pope Benedict XVI actually said this in the 45th World Communications Day. The new technologies allow people to meet each other beyond the confines of space and of their own culture creating in this way an eternally new world of potential friendships. This is a great opportunity, but it also requires greater attention and awareness of possibly possible risk. Who is my neighbor in this new world? Does the danger exist that we may be less present to those whom we encounter on our everyday life? Is there a risk of being more distracted because of our attention is fragmented and absorbed in a world other than the one which we live? Do we have time to reflect critically on our choices and to foster human relationships, which are truly deep and lasting? It is important always to remember that virtual contact cannot and must not take the place of direct human contact with people at every level of our lives. And I, I go on to say, I, I think he hits it right on the head there. Like the virtual contact cannot and must not take place of the direct human contact with people every at every level of our lives. Yes, he's 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 praising the fact that technologies are good. They're amazing. They've helped us in tremendous ways. But that human connection is irreplaceable. I did this mission trip back in 2017 with the missionaries in Denver, Colorado called uh, Christ in the City. And man, all they do is homeless. They do homeless ministry, but they they don't call the people on the streets homeless. They call them their friends on the street. And a lot of the conversations we had there, we would go on walks during the day and sometimes even at night. And we just went to talk to these people. We didn't have money for them maybe we had some snacks or some water bottles some soft snacks and stuff like that some hygiene hyge- um stuff for hygiene in our our bags but we were just there to give them our time and attention and a lot of these people just say you know it's just really nice to be recognized to be he- say hello to uh, 
many times they just are ignored, pretend like they don't exist. And somebody once, one of them said, like, sometimes I start to believe that I don't exist because no one talks to me. But then there's people like you. Overall, it is just such a heartbreaking thing to see, but it was also such a beautiful thing to hear. As that human connection is something that is just completely irreplaceable and something we should never, ever give up. But it feels like some of our generation, millennials and Generation Z, have been kind of losing the ability to communicate face-to-face. Like they're afraid of awkward moments, of awkward situations, things that might make you feel like, you know, gross, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, the whole simple waving at somebody when you think they're waving at you, but they're actually waving at the person behind you. It's just like, this is why I stick to my phone. This is why I look at my phone when I walk because I want to avoid that ever happening again. So dramatic. But, you know, I've heard people say that. I have friends who truly do not like to look up while they're walking because they're afraid of being said hello to. And it's sad, man. And I know that, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some stories behind that. I mean, and, you know, I also know some people that don't like to call for carry out because, or they don't like to go out to eat because they're afraid of talking to the waiter <laughs> because they embarrassed themselves back in 2012. Like, it's okay. It happened. Let, let's go on from it, you know? And I think it's also being afraid of trust, like trusting other people. I think this new pop culture craze of trust no no one, no new friends, blah, 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 all that junk is something that is very, uh, like, is very much praised in today's pop culture. Like, no new friends, trust no one, trust only your, your keep your circles tight, all that jazz. I feel like it's it's been such a big thing in the past few years, and it's honestly kind of frustrating. It's also very contradictory. I can't say that word. Contradictory? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's very contradictory to uh, the whole world's message that they're trying to like push is the love and accept everyone and, and all that stuff because they really just are also this, you know, it's just really conflicting. It's like you trust no one but love everyone and care for them but don't trust them like how can you love someone and not trust them you know what i mean and if you do if you don't trust someone and you love them then that's not the full love that we're supposed to give to somebody if we love someone we ought to give our entire trust to them too you know you know and then what's the question for this is how do you how do we combat this whole culture that's seemingly against us i think it's just to simply start caring for another again caring for each other it sounds silly but it's as i feel like it's as simple as that we just have to care now you may be asking what do you mean by caring again what does that imply and i think the answer is also very simple relational ministry relational ministry is something that i base most of my youth ministry on is just being relational with people and what does that mean my household ardents virtues like i said from ave maria had some pillars and one of these were relational ministry and relational ministry put simply is a fostering authentic relationships 
centered on the love of God with the people that you meet. Sounds easy, sounds cheesy, but you have to start slow. So where do you start? When you start catching up with people and asking them how they are, and you say, hey, how are you? And they say, I'm good, how are you? Stop them and say, no, really, how are you? How really are you? And you'll be surprised how big and different of an answer you'll get. Most of the times they're just saying good to get on with the conversation. But then when you realize you're asking them because you actually care to know more about what's going on in their lives, their, their response changes tremendously. Like, they can become like, oh, actually, I am doing very good because this, this, and this happened, and I'm really excited about it. So, yeah, I'm actually very good. Or they could be like, you know, I'm not actually doing that well. I'm actually struggling with a couple of things. I'm struggling with this, this, and that. But, you know, I, I appreciate you asking because, you know, no one really asks me that unless I tell them. You know, you never know what the answer is going to be, but it could it could vary from those two things or even more any, anywhere in between. But asking them what they really mean, it's going to throw them off at first, but I promise you they'll appreciate it. At least most people I've done it with have. This affects how you interact with people you see on a day-to-day, like at work or at school, your close friends, your friends that are far away, your friends that are right there, your family... All these people. And it, and, and it starts it starts off a little bit hard because it's probably something that you're not used to. Maybe if you are, that's great. Then keep going. Get out there. Make time for one another. It's so simple to care for one another because we're kind of built to desire to love people. And we want to innately love people. I think that this, this, this uh, culture has kind of just taught us to not be that to kind of go against what we're used to, what we're taught to, how we are raised to be, you know? So go out there and start caring. Make time for one another. If you have a close friend you haven't seen in a while or just a friend that you haven't seen in a while, say, send them a message. Like, hey, like, let's meet up. Let's go, to, let's go get some coffee tomorrow. I just want to hear what's up with your life. I just miss your face, you know? Whatever the case may be. I just want us to start making an effort. We're always waiting for the other person to make an effort, I feel like. And if you're a person that makes that first effort right now, then thank you. I like thank you for doing that because I promise you it makes so much of a difference. But I want all of us who are listening to be those people, to make that time. Like, hey, if you if you live far away from your friends or whatever the case may be, like I right now currently live far away from half of my friends from college, majority of my friends from college, all of my friends from college. (laughs) Um, And I have to make time to FaceTime with them and catch up with them. And it might happen every other month or it might happen every six months. But the fact that you have to make the effort, you can't wait for the other person to make it. You have to go do it. And if you guys are both pursuing that, then that's great, you know? But if you're the one, only one pursuing that, then that's great too because then you're showing them the effort that you care about the relationship, you care about the friendship, and you want to put an effort and you're making that effort. You're putting it into fruition, 
right? It means a lot to people when you just put a simple, simple gesture of caring. St. John Christodom says, We are friends. If we truly care for one another, let us help one another spiritually. All of this is just simple, simply caring for one another and being what we already are. You know, in a world that's full of chaos right now, a lot of hate crimes, a lot of confusing moments in the church and in the world, it's just, it's just a, lot of, a lot of things going on. And in this world of chaos, seemingly destruction, everything seems bleak. In this world, let us stop and appreciate each other. Not just your friends, not just your family, but those on the streets, the people that you see at the grocery store, the people that you see at work, they may not know, people you may see at school, in the library, in your day-to-day, whatever. Let us care for one another. Simply, like, when you go to buy a coffee tomorrow or whatever you, whatever you go, whatever store you go to, look at the name tag of the cashier or the person who's checking, uh, checking you out and just thank them by name and ask them how their day is going. Some people just will catch small talk, but if you say, it's like, is it really being good? You know, like, I promise you, you'll make those people's day. Even just calling them by name, they appreciate it, you know? So let's just start caring again. Stop taking this beautiful world filled with beautiful people and beautiful things for granted. Look up from your phones. Put them away. It's cool. Your technology is amazing. I love it. I have my phone. I'm on social media often too. But once in a while, maybe more often than not, look up from your phones and look at the people in the eye. Even that makes a huge difference. When you talk to them and you look them right in the eye. Call them by name. And actually care about what they're saying will get you a whole lot better and further and make you a better person and a better friend to these people. If you want to be a better person, I promise you this will help. It's just care. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. I talk about this a lot. But it's just, just it's, it's so simple. It's so simple. But we, we feel like we make it like such a hard thing. We make it harder than it is. Look, the devil, the devil wants to split, split us apart. He wants us to fight against each other. He wants to tear us into pieces. He wants us to tear each other to pieces, you know? And I hope, I hope that you accept my invitation and join me in combat by simply caring for one another again. Because I believe it's that simple. And I hope you understand that. And I hope today, wherever you are, or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this too, you go out there and you just care for one person. And you care for the next person. And you go step by step. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll get to a better place someday. Who knows? Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. But let's try. Let's put that effort in. 
and I'm sure this won't be the last time this is talked about in the podcast. Again, this is a topic I love to talk about, and maybe we'll talk about it more in depth with some friends in a different in a different angle and stuff like that. Obviously, it won't be the same thing over and over again, but you know, obviously, there's a whole a whole lot in this podcast today that we could branch off of, right? So we'll go into it when we get a chance. But for now, this is all I got. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at It's Only Adrian. The correct spelling of my name is on the cover of the podcast. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, us as in the podcast, you can follow it at Living Ardently on Instagram. And if you want to send us any questions, you can send us in the DMs or any podcasts, topic, ideas, you can send it there too. If you have any questions, you can also send them to our email, which is living ardently at outlook.com so yeah if you guys have any suggestions or or questions or things that you want me to talk about please send them to our um, instagram or our email and i'd love to you know see what i can do about it anyway i appreciate you guys for listening and until next time keep living ardently take care